tic-tac, it's my clock telling me I should get up, I should get up. Hi, and welcome to The Conscious Loop, where woo-woo and the real world collide. I'm your host, Katrina DeAngelis. Join me as we explore what it looks like to live consciously almost always. Each episode, we dive into transforming mindsets and shifting paradigms through topics such as developing self-awareness, living authentically, communication, strengthening relationships, and leading from the inside out. If you're ready to break out of your unconscious loops and discover what else is possible, you came to the right place. You ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to The Conscious Loop for our first episode of 2024. So happy new year. I am so excited to do this episode because it's really an opportunity for me to share with you some of the things that I've learned over the last decade of my life, both supporting myself and my own goals, but also supporting hundreds and hundreds of high potential, high achieving leaders hit their goals, really bring their goals into reality and and get clear on what their goals are, why they want them, why it's important, how to get there and just feel truly and authentically aligned with their goals. You know, we go into the new year with all these big, audacious, lofty goals and we get to the end of the year and it sometimes can be disheartening because maybe you didn't accomplish all of those goals. And it's not because you don't know how to dedicate yourself and reach your goals, but it's just that we do go about it with a few common barriers that really get in our way. And so I want to support you in undoing those barriers breaking free from some of those common mistakes so that this year you can truly authentically reach your goals within the first three months even rather than 12 months. So first a little bit of context for this episode. I'm going to talk about three common barriers that I've seen as common themes that really get in the way of prevent and prevent us from reaching our goals that we set for ourselves on January 1st. And then I'll dive into six steps to really ensure that you do make your goals a reality in even less time than one year. So to get started, the first common barrier that I see is that momentum dies. 12 months is a long time. Things change. It's easy to say, oh, I'll start that tomorrow or next week will be better, right? Think about even the end of the year at work. It typically gets so much busier at that time because people realize they have all these deadlines to reach by the end of the year that they probably postponed, procrastinated on, and didn't really put a lot of effort in throughout the year because the momentum dies. And then all of a sudden, it's the end of the year and we want to be better. We want to do better. We want to hit our deadlines. And it can be very chaotic. So really acknowledging that allows us to put a plan in place that supports us throughout the year, especially the first three months to really build that momentum, build that consistency and build that plan to make your goals a reality. So with this momentum, a lot of time, you know, we're not specific enough. We say like, I want to lose weight or I want to get a new job or, you know, they're, they're not time bound, they're not specific and they're not connected to any sort of why. We just have like this nice long list of things that would be nice to have or things that we're interested in. So that is really actually another common barrier is we create goals based off of what we're interested in, not what we're committed to. And there's a difference here, right? I might be interested in learning salsa, learning Spanish, wanting to hike the tallest mountain, launching a business, losing weight, more muscle, sleeping better. You know, these are all things that I might be interested in, 
but what am I actually committed to? Because we tend to overwhelm ourselves with things that we are interested in. And so I'll teach you how to get really clear on what is important to you, what are you committed to versus interested in, so that you can build the momentum, stay on track, stay committed to yourself, and really make those commitments come to reality. Thirdly, common barrier is that we set outer goals without addressing the inner barriers. So we set a goal of I want to lose weight or I want to get a new job or I want a promotion. And that might have been a goal that we had on last year's list or the year before, or maybe we come back to it year after year. So there's a reason why you have not achieved that goal yet. So rather than just focusing on the outer goal, we have to also address the barrier that is prevent not preventing us. It is actually the way, right? You've probably heard the statement, the obstacle is the way. Turn your challenges into opportunities. Your biggest blocks are your biggest keys, right? Whatever language floats your boat, it all means the same thing and the core message is the same. You need to address the inner barriers before they come up when you set the goals so you know what they are and then you know how to handle them when they do arise and you can sit with them, understand them and really work with them because these are actually going to be the keys to your success, the keys to your outer goals coming to fruition. So just in summary, three common barriers that we will address in our six-step process to bringing your dreams and goals into reality is momentum dies, we're not specific enough, we set outer goals without addressing the inner barriers, and we are interested in a lot of things, and we set goals based on that rather than what we're actually committed to. So hopefully as I was talking, you can kind of start to see, oh, that's why I didn't complete that goal last year you know I wasn't specific enough or I did lose momentum or I didn't even understand why I wanted it I was interested in all of these things and I wasn't actually committed to it and so first and foremost you know before we even dive into the six step process I want you to think about the list that you created right the list that you went into the new year with when you go through that list pause and ask yourself, why do you want that? Why is that important? Are you interested in it? Or are you truly committed to it? Because this is going to be based on your why. If you don't really know why you want it, and it's just like something that you like, you know, it might be lower on the list of importance or of commitment, it's going to probably be the last thing that you prioritize. So take a pen and paper, maybe even Put a number from 1 to 10 beside that goal, one being interested but least interested to 10 being interested and highly committed. This is going to help you get clear on three things that you really want to focus on. So as you go through this episode, no more than three things. If you can pick one, great. Pick your top one that you're committed to. But first, I want you to think about what you are truly committed to and how is that different from what you're interested in. So now that you've hopefully paused and done some of that reflecting, we are going to take your top goals and I'm going to now walk you through a six-step process to really get clear and reach your goal in the first three months of the year, okay? No more getting to the end of the year and being like, oh, disappointed, I didn't you know, I didn't lose those extra pounds. I didn't climb that mountain. I didn't learn Spanish. I didn't do that. No, you are making your dreams come true. And you're going to see this happen in the next three 
months. All right, you with me? Grab a pen and paper, listen along if you're driving for inspiration, and you'll have lots of juicy things to write down when we're done going through this process. So first, before we dive in, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a sneak peek of our roadmap for today and go over the six steps to reaching your goal and bringing that into your reality in the next three months. So first and foremost, number one, have a solid goal, simple, but maybe not so simple. Oftentimes we write out goals and we say, you know, we want to lose weight, we wanna get a new job, we wanna feel better. These are not specific enough, so get clear on what your goal is and have it be a strong goal that is measurable and is specific and you can really understand and feel and know what it would be like to get there. What job do you want? How much do you want to lose? When do you want to go on vacation? Where do you want to go? So very specific. Number two is your why. So having a strong desire. Why is it important to you? What does it matter? getting clear on a compelling reason for your goal. Number three, your plan. This is your how. This is how you're going to bring your goal to reality. These are the few core activities that you're going to do that are gonna get you the results that are actually going to bring your goal to life. Number four is consistency and sustainability. Thinking about and planning this in the beginning, right? How often do we have all these goals in the beginning of the year to realize that we've maybe accomplished two of them by the end of the year? Again, this is the momentum aspect, not being specific enough, but also we are very optimistic and sometimes unrealistic, or sometimes we are too hard on on ourselves and not even realistic at all with what we can truly accomplish. So having a consistent and sustainable plan and way to manage that plan, and we'll talk about that. Number five is addressing your barriers and using those as stepping stones. Those are going to be the way to your goal. Number six is your personal commitment. This is how you're going to build trust with yourself. This is going to be your personal commitment to yourself, not what you're interested in, not based on emotion and feeling. It is truly the thing that you are committed to for yourself that is going to anchor you in achieving your goal. So in summary, the six, and now let's dive into them. If you want to grab your pen and paper, this would be a great time to start making some notes and just using what comes up as you listen to this episode. Firstly, before we even go through the six-step process, what I want to do is anchor you in your vision. So this is so important. When you think about the future, when you think about you know January 1st, 2025, what you want to be celebrating, what does that look like? What are you celebrating? What does it feel like? Before we go through any sort of goal um, setting process, you really want to get clear on what is it that you're working towards? What do you want to bring into reality? What do you want to be celebrating? What do you want to actually accomplish? And this is more than just your goal or your why or any of the stuff I talked about. It is truly being able to paint the picture in your head of what that looks like. Because if you can see it, if you can believe it, you can definitely bring that into reality. So Take a moment to just take a deep breath, and I want you to imagine that it is January 1st, 2025. What are some of the things that you are celebrating? How do you feel? What are you excited about? What has lit you up this past year? 
And just take a moment to really anchor yourself into what you see. What is your community like? What is your career like? How do you feel? How's your health? What have you accomplished? What big, bold decisions have you made along the way? And really just picturing that all. And of course, pause this if you really want to reflect on this a little bit more. But vision is very important because vision is going to be your guide to actually create actions and steps that are going to get you to that future reality. Because you want to be living in alignment and taking, making clear choices in alignment with that future vision. So now that you have that vision, let's break it down into your plan by working through the sixth step process. So number one, this is your what. What is your goal? And how I want you to come up with this, because as I spoke about, you know, we create all of these goals to achieve in the next year, but you lose momentum, you know, you forget about them, you come back to them, there's all these ebbs and flows. I want you to think about based off of where you want to be in 12 months, where do you need to be in three months? What is the first step to actually getting to that 12-month goal? So break it down into the first step. Where do you need to be in three months to work towards that future vision, that reality? And make sure that you clearly define it. So again, measurable, specific, time-bound. Really be clear. And step number two, why is this important to you? I'm asking you right now, why is it important to you? Why do you care about that? Take a moment to reflect on that answer. What does achieving this goal make possible for you? And I'm going to ask you again, why is that important to you? And what we want to do here is peel back the layers to get to the root of why is that goal actually important to you. So often, we start with this goal of, I want to, I want to get fit. I want a new job. I want to be more active in my community. And the more you ask yourself why and the deeper you go, you peel back all the layers, it gets to the true importance of it. So oftentimes I'll see clients go from, I want to be fit. Well, why do you want that? I want to feel better. Okay, well, why do you want that? I want to be able to play more soccer. Well, why do you want that? Well, I want my family to to notice me. Well, why do you want that? Because I want to feel like I belong in my community and that I can be proud of something. Well, why do you want that? to be healthier and to live longer. And why do you want that? To experience more of life. And why do you want that? Because I want to be happy. You can continue this process, peel back as many layers as you want until you really feel like you're like, ah, that's it. That's why I want it. Oftentimes we don't reach our goals because we don't actually realize why important it is to us and then we don't feel good about it. And so there's a lot of shame. And so when we can really anchor ourselves in why something is truly important to us, it's easier to commit to that. It no longer becomes about just about going to the gym or networking or making that phone call or 
cooking versus going out more like whatever the goal is it no longer even becomes about that it becomes about wanting to belong or to feel happy or wanting to be excited which is just so much deeper than where you start when you don't feel as motivated to do something or maybe you feel disconnected from the actions or the how you can come back to the importance of the why it is to contribute to your health to be happier to feel good Oftentimes we don't do something because we're like, oh, I don't know, I'm lazy or I prefer to do this, or I prefer to do that. But you know that working towards that goal and taking that action is actually going to be the thing that gives you what you truly desire. So it's something to anchor and come back to when you are feeling unmotivated or feeling like you are losing that momentum and really coming back to that commitment to yourself. So now that you have the vision and the what the goal and why that's important to you we're going to get into the how and this is where you craft your plan so when we think about the how we want it to be again specific measurable time bound and you really want to start breaking things into steps of what do you need to be doing on a monthly weekly and daily basis to reach your goal so i'll also give you a simple example if you are if you have a goal of getting fit to be able to hike a mountain and if you want to increase your running speed and be able to hike a mountain faster by March 1st what are some of the things that you need to be doing to get there right so it might be i need to make sure that i'm drinking 12 glasses of water a day going to the gym 4 times a week going on a hike three times a week, doing a meditation twice a week, whatever it is that's going to contribute to your success, what do you need to be doing so that you can list all of those out and figure out where in your week or month or day, depending on how many times you're supposed to be doing it, does it fit? And this is where you start to build a realistic plan. So you know yourself, okay? We like to fool ourselves and we either fool ourselves by creating a plan that is too unrealistic knowing that we're just going to overwhelm ourselves and not be able to commit to it or we're not uh, realistic enough and we don't put and we don't commit to enough in our weekly and daily schedule because we don't want to disappoint ourselves and so we play safe but really bring awareness to that like realistically what do you need to be doing you can make time for whatever it is but it needs to be important and you need to have you can't leave it up to the day because if we leave if if we leave it up to the moment our mind is just going to work against us right it happened to me today normally i book my pilates class 3 times a week and it's already booked ahead of time so if i decide i don't want to go i have to pay $30 i'm more likely to go cuz i don't want to pay that money and obviously i'm committed to my health but if i leave it up to the day and i don't put it in my calendar and i don't book it ahead of time it's more likely that I'm not going to go because I left it up to the moment and that happened to me today. Whereas I know that if I already had it in my calendar, I had already paid for it and I was working on something, I would have made sure to finish what I was working on before the class so that I could make it. So remember this. Don't leave it up to the moment. Plan ahead, time block, and plan your schedule. And so another example, if you want to have a new job by March, how many networking events do you need to go to? How many interviews do you need by February to have those amount of interviews? How many jobs do you need to apply to? 
right? So just start to get really specific about what are some of the things that you need to be doing? What are the actions you need to take to hit your milestones? Make sure they're specific, they're measurable, positively stated. So those are some of the things that you're going to think about when crafting and creating your plan. Now, step number four is how you're going to measure, manage, and come back to your plan using it as a guide. This is where you want to have success indicators. Your actions, if completed, are your success indicators. So for example, if you consume a certain number of calories per week and you decrease that, you know that you're going to lose weight. If you hike four times four times a week and you're consistently timing yourself, you know that you're going to get faster. So if you complete these actions, you will succeed. Now, what you want to do is once you have your actions that you need to be taking daily, monthly, and weekly to reach your goal, right? That's the plan. That's the, that's the how. You want to have a way to measure that. So what I like to do, back to basics, super simple. I have it on a whiteboard. On the left-hand side, I have the list of things that I do each week in relation to the goal, and then I have 12 weeks. Now, over the course of 12 weeks, I'm marking down, did I drink water that day? Check. Did I work out that day? Check. Did I do my meditation? Check. Did I have my bath? Check. Bath is my form of meditation as well. So I'm actually marking down that I've completed that so that at the end of the week, I give myself a score out of 100. If I missed something, my score is going to go down. I actually track it because the 12-week year is an amazing book that really supported me last year. And the 12-week year talks about if you reach, if you complete 80% of your goal, sorry, your tasks for that week towards your goal, then you are going to be successful. So if after a week, two weeks, you're either overachieving them or underachieving them, you might need to readjust. Maybe you're being too hard on yourself, too easy on yourself. Maybe it's not realistic. But if you're reaching about 80%, then it is very likely that you're going to reach your goal. So measure it, track it. There's so many apps for it. However you want to do it, it is so fun to check mark off when you've completed something towards your goal. It feels so good because you know that you are committed to yourself, you're building trust with yourself, you're honoring your commitments and your goals. So really important to have a process to manage, measure, and come back to to also reflect and be able to celebrate. And number five, one of my favorite steps, honestly, I'll probably do an entire podcast just on this because we don't have, I don't want to overwhelm you with all of these steps today, but it is creating a path and a plan for your inner goals and barriers. The inner barriers and the roadblocks or challenges or things that come up along the way are actually the stepping stones to achieving your goal. So you don't want to avoid them. You want to go through them. You want to walk on them. You want to release them. They're what what's going to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And they're really the journey to your destination, to that reality that you want to call in. And oftentimes this gets overlooked because we don't want to address our barriers. But if you think about it, you know, how many times have you set a goal and not met it? Or maybe you've set the same goal that you have on your list for this year. There is so much wisdom there. Why hasn't it worked? You know, what hasn't worked? What's preventing you? 
really getting curious about that is going to not only support you in being successful this time, it's going to support you in addressing those challenges and barriers and blocks when they come up. So making the unconscious conscious. And if you ask yourself that question, what has prevented me so far or what are some potential barriers that are going that are in in between me and my goal and sit with that, things will start to come up. Maybe there's a competing desire, right? You want to find a long-term relationship, but you also desire freedom. You want a new job, but you also want the familiar and comfortability. You don't want to eat so late at night, but you are working so much that you're that you end up eating late at night, right? Maybe it's a competing desire between two goals that you have or a goal and something that you want, but something that you're actually prioritizing rather than that goal. So how are you prioritizing right now? Is the barrier a matter of what you're prioritizing? Are you prioritizing things that are actually less important to you now that you've reflected on what's important to you? It might be our thoughts that are coming up, our stories, right? Perfectionism. I should be doing this. I can't release that yet. It's not good enough. Oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. I'll, I'll never succeed at that, right? Is it our thought patterns? How are we talking to ourselves? How are we treating ourselves? Sometimes we use fear-based motivation to motivate ourselves, and it's and it's this negative talk. It's not actually working. It's just making us feel worse about ourselves or ashamed. So really addressing some of those thoughts, addressing some of those stories, and start to notice what is the barrier. Be kind to yourself. Oftentimes, these thoughts, these stories, they just want to be heard. And more often than not, they're here to protect us. And again, we'll go into this on another episode because I could ramble forever here. But perfectionism could be a protection mechanism. These things are not necessarily trying to harm us, but they do just want to be heard. And so if we can hear, nurture, understand those blocks, give them space, we can move through them and beyond them and say, got you, I hear you, and we're going to still work towards that goal. And we're still going to do that. And we're still going to speak up. And we're still going to say yes to that project. The fear can be there. It's about moving through it and acknowledging it and creating space for it in a loving way. And also just questioning and getting curious with those thoughts and stories. Asking yourself, is that really true? Can I know for sure that that's true? What else could be true? What happens if I do get that right? What happens if I do achieve that? Who else has done that? What can I learn from them? So really just starting to get curious, address the barriers, and you're going to be more prepared for when those come up in the moment. And lastly is step and stage number six, your commitment to yourself. I'm going to give you a simple formula. You can write this down and it goes like this. I am committed to, and this is where you put in what you're committed to, so that the goal or the outcome that you want by X date. And the reason why this commitment is so important is because through our commitment to ourselves, we build trust with ourselves. If we start seeing that we are hitting 80, 90% on our weekly goals, we're checking off those boxes, we're applying to those jobs, we're drinking that water, we are going to those workout classes, we are 
building that business plan, that's energizing. That is so exciting. That will motivate you. That builds trust with yourself. And beyond goal setting and beyond making your dreams a reality, that is so important because the more trust that you have with yourself, the more that you're going to insource your motivation, insource your validation, and truly build self-esteem, confidence. You're going to be setting bigger goals and you're going to start to see that you are 10xing your entire life because you're building that personal trust and that commitment to yourself and you're seeing that you can make that a reality and the more that you bring to life you vision you see and you bring that in you're going to inevitably want to do more of it so that's why personal trust and commitment and following through on your commitments to yourself is so important if a friend breaks your trust or doesn't follow through on a commitment that hurts And we do that to ourselves when we don't follow through in our commitments. And so rebuilding that trust with ourselves is also a process. This year, think of your goals as a personal commitment to yourself, as a way to build trust with yourself, as a way to build confidence, to build self-esteem, to build success and really create the life that you dream of. The next three months is just a taste of what is possible for you. So listen to this again, take some notes craft your plan and let me know where you land in three months from now write down your commitment statement put it somewhere plaster it on your wall put it on your bathroom mirror whatever you want to do but really write out your commitment statement and use it as a daily reminder that is all for now i'm wishing you such an amazing 2024 For those of you interested in diving way deeper into all of these and really addressing the barriers the blocks and all of the things that come up along the way. I am opening up five coaching spots to work with me over the next three months. If you are interested, you can click on the link in this episode in the show notes and book some time in my calendar to chat and see if it's a good fit. I'm excited to hear from you if you're ready to dive in and wishing you an amazing, joyful, abundant, peaceful, and fill in the blank with whatever your heart desires for 2024. All right. See you next time on The Conscious Loop. Like what you heard and want more? Stay connected with our community on social media using the links below. Like us on your favorite podcast provider and sign up for The Conscious Loop newsletter, where we only send you goodies with one intent, to break your unconscious loops. If you have an unconscious loop you want to break free from, let us know so we can feature that loop on the show. Info and show notes, and we'll see you next time in The Conscious Loop.